Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another Donneron Monologue podcast. We continue our series, which I hope you know by now. Uh, the theme for the week is the forgotten legacy of the 1980s heroic fantasy. And uh, each day we're covering a different subject within that. Uh, Monday, we spoke to you about the most important aspect of this legacy, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, and again, underlining Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. With third edition, of course, they dropped the name Advanced. And now it is the D&D that we know today. All three of those editions, third, fourth, and fifth are fine. But second is just king. Um, in my opinion, if yours is different, I don't want to get into an edition war because I understand we all have our favorites. So uh, on Tuesday, I spoke to you about uh, what I feel is one of the most influential, specifically RPGs of all time, Ultima 4. Yesterday, we spoke about uh, The Legend of Zelda, which I think is overreaching one of the top three most influential games of all time, period. Interestingly enough, another one that I consider the most influential uh, overreaching game of all time is another Shigeru Miyamoto masterpiece, Super Mario Brothers. Today... I want to be very specific what I'm talking about here. <clears throat> Let's see if I can even do it. Hang on, let me I'll whistle here. I'm going to give this the best try I got, guys. Today we're talking about Heavy Metal! Not Heavy Metal! Not Heavy Metal! We're talking about that first one I did. I don't know if I can recreate it or not. Um, but we're talking about that first one I did. Now, what's the difference? We're going to find out today. Before I go any further, uh, now that I've got your attention with my uh, falsetto, <laughs> um, uh, before we go any further, I, I want to thank our uh, longtime sponsor, Ashley Luann Kay. Uh, she has been wonderful supporting the show for as long as she has. Thank you so much. She can be followed on Instagram at the Minnesota Nurse, all lowercase, all one word. Uh, and that, that is, again, on Instagram. Uh, just uh, we, we, we really appreciate her, uh, her supporting the show like this. Guys, there was something about the heavy metal of the 1980s, and I get a smile on my face just talking about it, and you already know what I'm talking about. Um, so in the 70s, there was, a, there was a trend near the end of the 70s where um, guitar solos were becoming much more masturbatory. A guitar solo was much more about just like, oh, this fits the song. This is what we should be doing. It became much more like, look how good I am at guitar. <laughs> like, and I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, the the songs were getting much more esoteric and weird meanings. Like there was, uh, the best thing I can think of is uh, when Richie Blackmore left uh, Deep Purple and he formed uh, Rainbow with Ronnie James Dio uh, and, and the others. These lyrics were very, you know, you listen to songs like uh, Man on the Silver Mountain, uh, Lady of the Lake. They, these songs are about fairy tales and Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. And in the 80s, this all just blew up. Um, I was explaining to Adam, uh, who actually plays guitar. I'm learning to play guitar, but he actually plays guitar. But I was explaining the uh, history of these guitar companies, Jackson and Charvel. Just these shred guitars that these dudes were playing in guys, there was just something magical about the metal of the 80s. Uh, you had guys like Ronnie James Dio after he got done with Black Sabbath going solo with, with, with Dio. Um, you had Sabotage. You had uh, Iron Maiden. You had all these really great bands singing about the silliest crap they could. This was Dragons and Vikings and stuff like that. And these high falsetto voices... 
and it, it's just such a shame that in the 90s, heavy metal became about, like, your dad being mean to you when you were a kid or something. I don't know, which sucks. Like, don't get me wrong, that sucks. But it was a weird, like, it was a weird direction for metal to take in the 90s. Like, I, uh, I listened to the Deftones and that fuzzy sort of weirdness, and I just, I long for the days of eight-minute guitar solos. I just, that, and... So uh, I mentioned in the Advanced Dungeons Dragons thing that these guys were sitting in mom's basement listening to, uh, listening to this, uh, listen to these songs, uh, these heavy metal songs on a record player playing Dungeons Dragons because it just fit. Um, listen to Hall of the Mountain King by Sabotage and tell me that doesn't put you in the mood to roll some dice. I mean, it's just it's incredible. Their stage shows were incredible. Uh, I think it was the Sacred Heart tour, the Sacred Heart tour. I think it was eighty six or eighty seven. Uh, I would have been either zero or one, depending. Um, and uh, uh, Dio had an animatronic dragon on stage. Um, there's actually a really funny, uh, if you guys remember the old Strong Bad cartoons, the old Strong Bad email cartoons, there was a funny one where uh, Strong Bad's older brother, Strong Sad, took him to an alternative rock concert. And the whole time he's like, man, it's really weird how like they were just up there in like normal street clothes. Like did their costume trailer break down or something? He's like, no, that's just what they go on stage with. Oh, that's weird, man. Like their laser show, like, was it canceled? Did the guy not show up? I'm like, no, they don't have a laser show. <laughs> it's just funny. Like, because these are just icons, the heavy metal. And I remember uh, being in high school. Cause I, I've always loved eighties heavy metal. It's always been my favorite. I love all sorts of music. I really do. Um, used to play around on a synthesizer a lot because I love electronic music. But uh, it, there's something magical about 80s metal. Uh, and I was, I was discussing it in high school. And um, when I was in high school, alternative rock was huge. Like the more obscure, the less people that heard about this band, the better. Which, um, guys, uh, pardon my French. That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> like, if you're good, you want more people to hear about you. I don't know anyone that starts a podcast that's like, gosh, I hope no one listens to me. Like, I really hope we don't go anywhere with this. You want the things you like to be successful, correct? It just makes sense to me. Anyway, um, you talk about how you hated, hated 80s metal because it was all theatric. Man, that's what I love about it. I don't want to pay for a concert and just see you strumming on stage. I could go to a bar in Evansville and watch some dudes just get on stage. I want the explosion. Um, when I turned 20, uh, my, my best friend in the whole world bought us tickets to Alice Cooper. He was actually in Evansville. Uh, and Alice was like 76 at that time. Still getting his head cut off on stage. Still gore and nonsense. And it was just a blast. The music's good, but the show was just a blast. And... This the and this is still alive in heavy metal to this day. By the way, uh, you see a lot of European power metal bands that are basically just '80s metal bands, and it's really fun. But guys, this had a lot to do with the explosion of fantasy in the '80s. Uh, reasons why movies like Conan the Barbarian did so well is because you had heavy metal albums tarp topping the charts with guys holding swords fighting dragons on their covers. The uh, the heavy uh, the comic the famous comic book Heavy Metal magazine had a lot of fantasy elements in it. It had a lot of sci-fi and humor too, but there was a lot of fantasy elements in that. And there was a brilliant movie made in the '80s, a marvel of animation. If you've never seen the movie Heavy Metal, I encourage you to watch it. Put the kids to bed before you watch it, though. It is risk 
A. Um, in fact, uh, I don't know if any of my family listens to the podcast. I hope you guys do. But uh, my Uncle Brad actually had a lot of old heavy metal comic books that I probably shouldn't have been reading when I was little that I found and was uh, reading at my granny's house. Um, guys, this music is just fun. It's adventurous. It puts you, like, if I'm driving down the road through the woods, like I talked about in yesterday's video. If I'm going through the woods and I crank up Hall of the Mountain King by the set by Sabotage, I could literally see centaurs fighting with elves on the road as I'm driving. Like it's just it's deeply imaginative. It gets in your head. And you know what? Sometimes I don't want to hear a song about a breakup. I don't. I don't care. You know, like I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear a song about uh overcoming a challenge. I want to hear a song about grabbing the wizard Meldor's lightning sword and, and slaying the fell beast Gorlock the Rice. That's what I want to hear. And um, you can ask the boys here at Donneron, uh, when, when I play D&D with them, the few chances we get, I put some old 80s metal on the... Uh, on, on the old on the old Bluetooth speaker there. Um, in fact, I mentioned in my Advanced Dungeon Dragons video that when I play nowadays, I still play Second Edition and I still play '80s metal when I'm doing it. By goodness, um, guys, this is just the it's there's just something magical about it, and uh, I encourage you guys to go listen to some uh, uh, Holy Diver by Dio. If you've never heard it, listen to that record. Hall of the Mountain King by Sabotage. If you've never heard it, listen to that record. Uh, this record wasn't released till 1993, but it's still they were still they still had the same sound. They didn't sell out like everyone else and go grunge. Um, but uh, Sabotage's uh, Edge of Thorns, that's a great one. And these album cover artworks, they looked like second edition Dungeons and Dragons book covers. It's so cool. Like, um, in fact, there's a band I got into recently. I think their first record was in like 2016. They're called Twilight Force. They're from Sweden, which this power metal, fantasy, 80s metal stuff still huge over there. But a band called Twilight Force, their album covers look like second edition artwork. Um, what was their first record called? Oh, man. I might, I might comment on YouTube because I strongly encourage you to listen to it. It sounds just like this kind of music. And it's just... I, I'm... I think what I loved about 80s fantasy was stuff was allowed to be fun. It didn't have to be broken down and, and, and super detailed before it was released. It could be analyzed. All good art should and could be analyzed. But it was just fun, man. And that was... I think that's what 80s metal really captured. But in, in these these Dungeons & Dragons lyrics, this falsetto singing, the masturbatory guitar solos... All of it just sort of combined to make this really fun experience. It always makes me think of like Dungeons and Dragons or computer RPGs and things of that nature. And uh, it, it comes back every once in a while. I remember when I was in high school, uh, a band that followed this sort of vein of thinking was Dragon Force, and they got really cool. Um, they just happened to have a really amazing guitar player named Herman Lee, and so they became more famous for that. So their re more recent releases and those after it sort of backed away from that sort of power metal 80s vibe and went more for just... Uh, watch Herman Lee play. He's a monster. He's incredible. Um, but guys, uh, I, I, you know what? I'm going to, at some point this weekend, I mean, this weekend, I'm going to just blow our discord up on our music board. We have a music chat room in our discord. I'm going to just blow it up with a bunch of music suggestions from this genre. Uh, cause it's my favorite genre of all time. And if you want to be a part of that, join the discord, man. Uh, if, if, you know what? 
if you follow us on Twitter or uh, Instagram, private messages. I'll send you a personal link. I will be pers- I will be posting that 24-hour link that Discord allows you to post every single day in the evening on our socials. Um, join the discussion. We're having a blast. We're growing, but we're already having a blast. Uh, guys, uh, uh, like, share, and subscribe. I always uh, you know, like, share, and subscribe. If all you're doing is watching the video, I do appreciate that. If all you're doing is listening to podcasts, I really do appreciate that. But it would help us so much, and it would help your friends so much. Imagine life without Donnerom. Sit for a minute and imagine what life was like before Donnerom. Empty, hollow. Uh, I know I wasn't happy at all. I wasn't. Um, a fun fact, I didn't love my wife until Donnerom. Don't tell her I said that. It's not true. Um, but I love her more now because of Donnerom. Uh, guys, uh, like, share, and subscribe. The more you do that, the bigger we get, the better we can do for you guys. I hope you've noticed an increase in the value of our production because as we grow, we put all that back into this. Links to our Patreon in the description. Uh, links to this awesome, awesome merch in the description. Uh, guys, come uh, join. It sounds cheesy, but join the fun. We're having a blast growing. Like, this is cool. This is really cool getting to know you guys and everything. So, guys uh and please while you're checking out those links if you got time if you want to uh check out the rally network the rest of these guys they're doing other subjects than us we're not stepping on each other's toes great group of guys good midwestern boys um but thank you so much for continuing on this journey with us guys this is awesome thank you so much